hey, 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 it's Carrington with KNK uh, Gaming Indie Corner. I'm sure I still mess it up because it's still new. Right, <laughs> KNK Indie Gaming Corner. KNK's Gaming Indie Corner, baby. Indie Gaming K- Corner. KNK's Indie you Gaming Corner. Let's go. <laughs> We'll get it down eventually. We'll get it. We'll get it. It's it's so hard for me at the moment to not say RDP or Reviews Podcast. I know. So I, I just, it's, it's just, you know, I just got to get used to it. That's all. It's all right, man. It's all right. RDP does roll right off the tongue. It really does. It really yeah. does. How are you today, Kyle? Doing good. Doing good. I'm ready to get into mm-hmm. our gaming that we are going to be discussing and uh, some other topics, especially one that the, 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 there's a specific tweet that I want to talk about that you brought to my attention. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's just jump into it. Uh, It's going to sound a little different today and look different for those of you on YouTube uh, watching the video portion. I'm in flow writer. So I'm just doing what I'm just working with what I got a Chromebook and my and a headset. So let's get into it. So we are talking first about Soundfall, which is an indie game from drastic games. Um, It is a fast based music-based dungeon crawler that combines looter shooter action with random based gameplay to create a world of music unlike any other you can get it right now on switch ps4 xbox series x and pc kyle there was an indie direct or nintendo indie direct rather a couple weeks ago and one of them that was one of the games showcased was soundfall and surprisingly at the end of the, the trailer, the end of the bit for Soundfall, they were like, it's available right now. And you and I were like, this okay, is right up rally. Let's it. go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what were your thoughts, your impressions of Soundfall? When, when I saw the trailer, I thought, man, this game looks pretty awesome. Looks really cool. And then I, whenever you said, you know, like it, it was mentioned to be released, it was released that day. I was like, dude, this is perfect. This game looks incredible. Let's, let's pick it up and start playing it. Um, it growing up, my games that really like i that i have like great memories of playing especially with friends were like champions of norath champions return arms boulders gate those top-down action rpg style games and this game fits in that genre Um, of course it's not fantasy related as far as you know like lord of the rings-esque but it is you know it's an action rpg with a twist and the twist is that your moves in the game your dashing your attacks uh, are based off the rhythm of the songs that are playing in the level. And that is such a unique and original idea um, for a genre that has been around for such a long time. And and when I saw that, I thought, man, we have definitely got to try this out. Definitely an original idea. What about you? What, what were your thoughts on it? So I was... So rhythm-based games usually are from... And I, I'm going to just... Name, drop a name here. Yeah. It's a, another indie dev. Harmonics, yeah. you know, like your rock band, Guitar Hero. Um, they have a couple of the other rhythm-based games out there as well. And I feel like that they do it really well, but other developers tend to stay away from rhythm-based games for whatever reason. And so when I saw it, I'm like, I have to play this because the, the, the rhythm-based genre, there's just not a whole lot out there. If, if you like music, if you like just rhythm-based games in general. And... I love this game. 
Um, if you are, I will say, if you don't have rhythm, it's going to be very hard for you to play this game. Yes. Uh, because for you to do anything other than move, for you to shoot, which is what you're doing, basically, you're just shooting enemies most of the time, uh, you have to do it within the beat of the music. And if mm-hmm. you don't have rhythm, you are, you're just not going to, even if there is a visual cue, not just um, an audio cue, basically, I guess, if you know, if you can catch the beat. Um, yeah. There's an audio cue, so if you are not a rhythm-based person, you can go by the what's what you see on screen. Yeah, but still, called the metronome on the screen, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and if you still have a have a hard time with that, I don't know what to tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had a ton of fun with this game. This game, I wasn't too engrossed with the story, but I no. love the animated cutscenes. I thought they were beautifully done, and the music, yes, is fantastic and it's all some of it's original but a lot of it is licensed indie music which i thought was even cooler yeah yeah and to vocalize on that the basic story is you you are this um girl that gets sucked into this other dimension Mm -hmm. per se uh other type of universe um where uh, you are at this overworld, much like Mario World uh, style uh, type of gameplay, and this enemy is taking over this world. They're called Discordians, mm-hmm. um, and you are to fight off the Discordians. And each section of this overworld is is a, a genre of music. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're you you know you got subworlds within each each part and it's all a particular genre of music so the first one's like techno second one's mm-hmm. rock and roll i think the third one's classical and so on um and and they're all like Karen said they're all indie um some are original the others are from indie indie um uh artists mm-hmm. and uh each song is different. I found there's there are songs that I love. There's other songs that I was rushing to get through the level, so I, they could be they could be over with. Um, but it was a very fun take uh, on the game. Um, with that said, with that said, uh, I was not impressed with the uh, enemy, uh, the variety of enemies. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I, really. I, I, it was weak. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do get that. Um, what it did lack in enemy design, it did make up for in the looting based mm-hmm. stuff, like all the weapons and stuff, all the, the variety of weapons and such. So in a way, it does make up for it because I was like, this is kind of like if Borderlands was rhythm based. You know, you have to yeah. shoot to the just because there was a whole looting aspect there was a lot of looting in it yes yes there is so um and the 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 music there's a tons of music in the the game too Mm. um and one that shocked me was frank klepaki if you for those of you who don't know who he is he is the composer for the command and conquer games and we're talking command and conquer red alert tiberian sun he did them all stuff you grew up on What's that? The stuff that you grew up on. The stuff that I grew up on. Yeah. This composer, because he has a band outside of him, outside of the Command and Conquer stuff. And so his his songs and his band, his original stuff is in the game. So I'm like, I would love to speak to the developers to figure out how they got his music in the game, like how that whole process went. I thought that was so cool. But yeah, the enemy designs, there's just your basic, you got your little grunts or whatever. You got a, a couple tanky ones. 
and some weird ones that outside of that that you see every once in a while and that's pretty much it so you're right there wasn't a whole lot there a lot of variety um there was a lot of variety in loot i appreciated the weapons being um instrument themed weapons very cool um and uh, the game itself definitely as you progress ramped up in difficulty and uh, at least for me and i noticed that um, i had an opportunity to play couch co-op with a buddy okay and i was wondering how that was because i didn't get a chance to do that i couldn't tell if the difficulty in the couch co-op went up significantly or if it was the fact that we were playing a rhythm-based game and I keep hearing my controller vibrate and his controller vibrate. And, and as the controllers are vibrating and we're both trying to mash buttons and we're missing our beat. Like I'm wondering if, if that kind of played a role into us getting killed so much. Um, because I feel like whenever I hear, heard him mash buttons, I was trying to mash buttons, you know, in, in unison with him. Mm-hmm. And it definitely threw us off. And we had a pretty difficult time getting through two levels um, together in the game. Not the first two levels. Um, I, we jumped in kind of in the middle of the game. But still, uh, it, it, it felt a little Ooh. off. Sure, sure. I do wonder that because uh, a game I do kind of want to compare it to um, is Crypt of the Necrodancer or it's side game cadence of hyrule because mm-hmm. they're both the same game same developer um where even to move and attack had to be done was all rhythm based um and the same thing i i didn't get a chance to play soundfall with co-op but with cadence of hyrule i did and i had i ran into that same exact issue so i do wonder if i don't know if playing just with another person just yeah makes it and- harder because you're, you're doing a whole lot anyway and if it's that that couch co-op or because it has online co-op as well. And again, another another game that has online co-op that we are discussing that we didn't play online. Sadly, but also sadly. I played on Switch. I don't know if, if did you play on Switch? I did not. I actually played on PC okay. and I did it because you can actually import custom songs into oh. the PC version and I tested that out and it works surprisingly really well. That's that's an added bonus. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And oh. by the way, for everyone out there listening, it is not cross-play um, at all, unless you're talking like Xbox One to Xbox Series X or PS4 PS5. It's cross-generational, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just not cross-platform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I enjoyed my time with the game. Mm-hmm. I appreciated the, uh, the looting. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because... That is something that I really, you know, the end of each level, you get a chest mm-hmm. and um, you get you get um, some pretty cool loot. Uh, I thought the story was a little weak and I thought the enemy enemies were a little weak. The the variety and, and, and for me, like those games, you have to have a good variety of enemies because yeah. you're fighting them and, and and it gets pretty repetitious after a while. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you said, because that's. And I will say, like, playing by myself, um, it, it, it is, if for those of you out there who maybe have work and kids and family and life and all that stuff, it's really easy to pick up for five, ten minutes, drop it, because a level might take three to five minutes at the most, or you can sit there and play for hours, because my first session was a good two hours, and then after that, I was just picking it up, you know, here and there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah that's exactly where I was. 
I had to rate this game, I would yeah. give it a seven out of ten. I, I was going to go a little bit higher and say a 7.5 out of mm-hmm. 10. Um, I, I do really enjoy this game. Um, it's kind of hard to recommend if you're if you're not used to having any kind of rhythm. If you're not a... It's a very niche. I, I would feel like... Yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah. If, if you're looking for something different, if you do like dungeon-esque crawlers, action RPGs, if you like looting... Um, and if you like Guitar Hero, then this game might just be for you. Uh, like I said, it, it's got a great soundtrack. It's a pretty game. It's, it's visually, oh, it's, 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 it's a good looking game. Um, it, it's in, yeah, I mean, uh, it's. And the cutscenes are hand drawn animated, which yeah. is, and they are glorious. I can't, I, that was another reason why I had to pick it up because I, I just don't feel like we see enough hand drawn animation anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, it, it's like Carrington said, it's on Nintendo Switch, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, and I think Xbox One as well, and PC. I think and it's PC, yeah. basically on all platforms. Yep, yep. So if this is something that interests you and you know, you're looking to get it, you have no excuse to not. Um, so yeah, that, that's our, our review of Soundfall. Um, stay back. Enjoy, relax, and we'll be right back. Hey, listen! And welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that lovely, lovely short break. Um, We are back. Kyle, it is summer, and we don't have E3. However, comma, we do have a couple other stuff going on that is just as big, just as great, and even better, since we cover indie games, um, there are venues, uh, for indie games out there, such as the Tribeca Game Fest, which if, for those of you that know Tribeca, it's mostly like an indie film fest, but there's last year was the first year they showcased games and they're doing it again this year. Kyle, what stands out to you at the Tribeca Game Fest? Um, uh- there are, I mean, all the games look incredible, I think, but yep, yep. Uh, two in particular, obviously, to me, Cuphead, the last, uh, the last, the delicious last course. Um, if anyone's played Cuphead, you know how beautiful that game is. You know how rage inducing that game is. And uh, how, I mean, how much fun it is. My, my oldest will sit up with me at night and we'll play games and one of them is Cuphead and she loves watching the boss fights go down. Um, so I'm excited to uh, see more on this. Um, there's a, another one, uh, actually two more, Immortality. I'm not really sure I'm excited, super excited about the game itself. I need to see more about it. But with that said, um, I th- I think that we are on a rise of seeing FMVs. Uh, FMV games coming back. Is that is that the way yeah. you pronounce it? I, I, yeah, the, the, they full are FMV video. games, full motion video. Yeah, and okay. I am here for it because I do miss it. I mean, a franchise that I mentioned earlier today is known for it, Command and Conquer. They mm-hmm. stuck with it through the entire fr- franchise, including in the late into the 2010s. But I mean, in recent years, I've seen a rise in them, and you know, I'm here for it. I I do miss the genre. There's a niche for it for sure and they're kind of cheesy but they're fun to go through will we get a a sequel to night trap 
please, please, video game gods, <laughs> bless us with the Night Trap 2. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I was literally about to call it Thirsty Trap, which I think would... But, I, but yeah, Night Trap. Night Trap well, there is a game at the Tribeca Games Fest called Thirsty Suitors. Maybe that's what you were... Well, I was, yeah, so maybe that's what it called it. I was actually going to um, go into that. Uh, it looks like a very vibrant um, story-based mm-hmm. skateboard game in a way, and it looks super cool. Uh, it's also um, oh, published by uh, oh shoot, what is her name?s Well, it remains of Edith Finch on Annapurna Interactive. Yeah, Annapurna. Yeah. So if you know past real dudes, if you know you you know uh, me, what remains of Edith Finch is one of my favorite games of all time. I don't know. It just set a certain way with me, and I I play it. But probably once a year, I'll play through it. And so, uh, anything that they support, I think at this point I support. It. So I'm excited Absolutely. to see more about Thirsty Suitors. Um, is there anything in particular that that you're looking for? Anything that we didn't touch on? I'm looking through the list now. I know a Plague Tale Requiem. I didn't play the first one, but I think just like yourself, Kyle, and the fact that we're getting another one, I'm like, I have to go and play the first one just so I can see what the second one's about. Yeah. Um, And also, I noticed another sequel, um, which is Oxenfree 2, is also coming out, which is, I also own the first one, and I've never played it. Yeah. It's just like, it's another one of those things that's like, we're getting sequels to indie games, especially that you know i do own and for just because of time i haven't played um so i i'm excited to see what the sequels might bring and it's you know it's because we are getting sequels it's encouraged me to play the originals and and be excited for the sequel as well i i've got to say i've always loved e3 every year mm-hmm. uh, i'm sad that it's not again happening this year but getting um summer games fest which is like i believe a week long worth of mm-hmm. gaming related news and just fun uh probably gaming trailers and information on video games i'm excited for this and and absolutely i would love to do a post reaction discussion um of it after after that week's done and i'm sure we'll probably you know, keep up to date on Twitter and, and just our thoughts will be put out there on Twitter and, and maybe as well as our do some lot. Yeah. And maybe even some live streams we'll, we'll yeah. end up seeing. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm excited and, uh, for that. As speaking of summer games fest, just real quick, you know, Netflix has a spot, so I'm hoping it's yeah pretty decent and interesting because Netflix does have a few games actually in Netflix itself, like Netflix, the app, and I've played them. They're great. They're fantastic. They are some are FMVs, some are trivia shows. They're fun. I hope it's more of that stuff because um, what we have gotten on a console, like of the Switch, which was I think Dark Crystal game, it was okay. So I hope it's less of that, more of the stuff that's available on the Netflix app. Yeah. So that's it. Um, Lily, so Kyle, <laughs> you and I. Of course, we cover indie games, and we also encourage people to get Game Pass because of what it brings us. Um, There have been a couple of tweets by some much bigger journalists out there, much bigger than you and I, um, that have said they've gotten, quote unquote, Game Pass burnouts. And Kotaku decided to write an article 
about it. And in that article, they talk about, hey, this is happening because Microsoft hasn't released enough AAA titles. And I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, you are correct. You're absolutely correct. Um, but I'm still going to stick with Game Pass because of the amount of indie games that you and I get to play all the time. Not just because of this show, just in general. Like, There's just so much there that you would never hear about or play about or even just think about playing that's currently on Game Pass. Before I start listing some of those um, games off. Oh, good, you got the list. Yeah, I do have a list. <laughs> Thank you. Because I was trying to look that up. I mean, yeah, I know there's a ton, but I don't know every one of them. Right, right. Because there's a lot on Game Pass. Let's just. But the official Xbox Game yes. Pass account. Thank you. Came back with a tweet, and I'm pretty sure we just witnessed a murder. And I'm just going to re- read it to you word for word. It says, "Tell me you limit yourself to only AAA games without telling me you limit yourself to only AAA games." I said I put this in a, in our private chat. What did you think when you first saw this? Mic drop. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that is so true. Like, there's so much more um on Game Pass than just AAA titles. There are AAA titles on there. Fantastic. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I don't dislike AAA titles. I feel like they set a foundation for gaming in general. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's so much more than just that on Game Pass. There's so many games out there that people don't know about that are incredible experiences that um, that 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 overshadow AAA titles. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I feel like that's why we're here to to inform people. Hey, you got to check these games out because not every game is Forza. Not every game is Halo. Not every game yep. is an Elder Scroll game. Not every game is you know, this big extravaganza 15, 20 hour game that is absolutely gorgeous and fun to play. Um, But there's these smaller games that are so much fun that are, uh, you know, that, that don't feel like a trek. And and let me go back to saying 15, 20 hours, because there are a lot of AAA games that, that break the 50 hour mark that go into a hundred hour mark that go into Mm -hmm. 150 hour mark. Um, Whereas some indie titles do only take three hours of playthrough. You can sit down in one sitting, you can feel accomplished playing it. Uh, that are on Xbox Game Pass that you do have to play. You need to play. If if yep. you consider yourself, even if you don't consider yourself a gamer, if you're you're someone that plays games um, occasionally, there are games out there that that you don't you you shouldn't pass up. You, you really should absolutely. And and before I get into the list that's available on Game Pass now, it, it's it's just. Triple A titles seem to have a certain aesthetic. Um, they they usually go for super hyper ultra realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying they all look the same because they don't. But at the same time, it just kind of gets old. You know what I mean? Um, whereas indie titles, they may not have the resources to make a super ultra hyper realistic game with a couple exception exceptions like Ninja Theory, who do an excellent job in that department. Um, but they work with what they have and they do stuff that's different and that fits the narrative of the story. Like a Genesis Noir, um, which I have played. It was a game I was going to review um, for RDP, but I just, a lot of things are going on. Didn't get a chance to actually talk about it, but it's, it's, it's a music game. There's not really any dialogue about a guy. Just, I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's follow 
a guy who just goes to a different parts of the universe to save his love, but it's it's got a jazzy soundtrack to it. There's stuff that happens in the game. I don't know how to explain it. You just have to play it. It's on Game Pass. It doesn't take long. It's a very straightforward story. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful story, and it's just so cool. Yeah. Um, you and I talked about playing Tunic uh, mm-hmm. for the show. Um, it's very much a, a link to the past. Hmm. And Dark Souls. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's got that. It's got that very difficult platform to it. Yeah, uh, very high difficulty. I, I did want to point this out. So when you when you sent that tweet, I went through the comment se- comment section immediately. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, one one comment in particular that stood out to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shout this person out. Uh, this is at Inside My Strange Weird Name. <laughs> um, okay. And so replying to Xbox Game Pass, they said, should people have to spend at least 120 a year to play indie games? Think about that. Okay. Your average game, your average game, your indie average indie game is going to cost anywhere between 20 and 30 bucks. So right there, let's say conservatively, conservatively 20 bucks. That is what, six games? Yeah. We'll say give or take six games. Give or take six games. And there are hundreds of games on Game Pass. Right. Hundreds. So you're getting more than what you pay for already. So yes, it's worth 120 bucks a year for quote unquote indie games. I'm gonna say it would be and I hope Xbox doesn't take this from Microsoft and and run with it, but 240 bucks a year. I mean, there's there's inlets, there's so much entertainment on there for people to consume there's so much content on there for people to consume this would be a better way to word it so and you get free stuff all the time on top of the free games so i'll take it so yes inside my strange it is (laughs) people should spend 120 bucks a year for indie games because they're fantastic that Um, is super cheap that is super cheap still yeah yeah and when i saw that comment i just chuckled to myself so what's this list what list of games do you have um, so I've got Tunic, which I talked about, uh, Genesis Noir, uh, Loot River, Trek to Yomi, Citizen Sleeper, and in about a month, we're going to get Escape Academy. All fantastic games um, that you can check out right now. With exception That's all one released of them. this year, right? That's all released this year. So and there's a brand backlog new games. of games on there from previous years. And that's just me kind of like looking quickly. Um, I will say a, a title that recently came off, which was Haven. So if you didn't get a chance to play Haven, you missed out, son, because mm. that game was beautiful. It was cell shaded. Um, it was a. It's about a couple on the run. Uh, they're interracially mixed. You don't see a whole lot of those in games, mm-hmm. period. Which I thought was pretty cool. But it's about their relationship mostly, and it's just super cool. It was awesome, and it was kind of a tearjerker. Okay. Yeah. I got now you missed it because it's not on game. It's not on Game Pass anymore, oh. so you got to buy it now. Wait, wait till it's free. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but yeah i definitely have to check that out that sounds really cool so i i'm surprised i i discussed this with somebody on twitch the other day about i, I read that tweet to them and and everybody in the comments section was just saying it's clickbait clickbait for yeah. Kotaku to get people to go read their stuff which is sad yeah. that they had to put something out like that in order for for people to go read their read their stuff i don't know if i agree with that I see, and, and it's it's funny to me because I like I read the article. I did read the article. I fell for the bait. I read the article. The only indie game they mentioned was Tunic. 
They like and yeah, Citizen Microsoft... Sleeper is supposed to be a sleeper of a game this year from from absolutely. I've and I haven't started playing it yet, and I think it may be a game we should play. We should play it. Like it's I've started it, but I, I can't say I finished it. But at the moment, I am enjoying it. Okay, and um, I just. It costs you, I mean, it costs you 120 bucks a year, but it costs you nothing once you're in Game Pass to just start it up. Yeah. Um, most games, mo- most indie titles, you can even stream either on your Xbox, yeah. your PC, your uh, in a browser on your Chromebook or whatever. So it, you have no excuse to at least just boot it up and just right. see what it's about. What does Netflix cost you now a year? 200 bucks? If to Something watch like that. Seinfeld it's, it's 20 reruns? bucks a year now. Yeah. <laughs> I love Seinfeld, so I can't. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You're using the uh, trying to use the same argument, yeah, because <laughs> that person most likely has Netflix. Yeah, it's a great deal. It's just such a good deal. Yeah. And if you at home, if you, if you even if you don't have an Xbox and you have a computer, you can still get Game Pass and take advantage of it. That's crazy. Yeah, I was talking to a buddy, um, telling him that we should play games sometimes, and he doesn't have an Xbox, but he has PC, and he can still pick up Game Pass and we can still play games yep. together. You can play Halo together, no yeah. problem. It's free for both of you. Yeah. That. Yeah, man. Look at me putting people together. No excuse anymore. Uh, before we we hop off here, I do want to say, uh, great job on the interviews, Carrington. Thank Very you. Very great job. Thank we have you. two interviews that just released this week. Actually, two interviews in one week. One with um, Connor Rush of Rush, Fire yep. Games. Another yep. one with, and I don't know their last names. I'm sorry, Susan and Kathy of of uh, Tercy Up Studios. And they were both really, really uh, good interviews, which I just bought their game, which released today. It did release today. Very good. I don't have an iOS device uh, to take advantage of it. So you have to let me know how it is. I will. Yeah, I will be sure to let you know. Um, the day we fought Earth. No, the day we fought no, space. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> it's all right, bro. It's all right. The day we can, fought in space. Yes. I can yes. tell you, I got to play it at GDEX back in 2019. Us discussing the game does not do it justice. And once you play it, you'll understand why I had them on the show and why I was promoting it so hard because it is fantastic. Listen, hold on. I, I am because I butchered the name again. Yeah, the day we no. OK, so I said the day we fought in space, the day we fought space, the day we okay. fought space. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm very tired. It's been a long day at work. Um, but yeah, I so I picked man. up that game. I will let you know uh, how it is on iOS, and I'm excited to dig my fingers into it. Awesome. Sounds like a plan, and we can uh, we can review it, uh, or you can review it, rather, yeah. I don't have iOS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, make sure, if you are not on our YouTube, go subscribe, KK Indie Gaming. Uh, KK Indie Gaming Corner. <laughs> I'm getting slap happy uh, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. And thankfully, we also have a link tree, so yes. um, it's posted everywhere. Um, you can see it in the description of this episode. Uh, you, you have links to our social media, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, um, YouTube, KMK's uh, gaming. Mm-mm. Oh gosh, no, no, Indie Gaming Corner. It's K. It's KK Gaming Indie Corner. Blah. No nope. tongue twister. Nope. No. 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 <laughs> Gosh. Okay, I'm going to look at it right now. KK Indie Gaming across all platforms. That's it. That's no what, corner. Yeah, yeah. KK Indie Gaming across the board because we made it universal to make it easy to find. Yeah. Boom. You got it. Next time, next episode, you'll nail it. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I will practice it and practice it and practice it. 
because I've been saying at Real Dudes Pod or podcast for so long. It's just, I'm, it's all right. Take me a second. And just this, this is just this is just for Phil. And as always, have a rad day. 